Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vajpani Viewpoint podcast. My name is Manali Shah and today's conversation is going to be all about startups. Joining us is Amit Jain, the co-founder of Mitti Ke Rang. Mitti Ke Rang is a social venture that works towards generating a livelihood for women entrepreneurs by marketing their products on its e-commerce platform. It empowers women entrepreneurs, especially those from rural areas and small towns in India. Amit, welcome to the show and thank you so much for being here. Could you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and Mitti Ke Rang? Thank you so much for inviting me. It's been a great pleasure to be here. And uh, Mitti Ke Rang, uh, it's been a long journey, what we started and what we're doing now. But what we do now is like an e-commerce platform for women entrepreneurs. And uh, we onboard them, we market the products on the uh, mainly B2C segment and that's how we've been growing day by day. Okay, great. Uh, let's uh, dive right into the questions. I can't wait to hear all about your journey. So let's begin with uh, talking about business plans. How did you go about putting together a business plan for a marketplace such as Mitti Kerang? What are the factors that you kept in mind? I think, you know, what we do now is the amalgamation of all the things which we have been doing for years because we started Mitti Kerang in 2013 with a small initiative of collection of clothes, donation of books and everything. Over the years, we just kept doing a couple of social work. And then when I left my job in 2019 from the Bank of New York, I thought it's time to uh, start something entrepreneurship for the women entrepreneurs. Wherein the idea stuck in with my co-founder, Mr. Sakit Deshmukh. And in the initial days, we used to sell tea light candles uh, uh, near Diwali and all. After that, COVID happened. And then when I was backpacking across India, we met a lot of women entrepreneurs, uh, the common problem that they want to do business, but platform is the biggest challenge. We thought, we already have women from Pune, let's open it for entire India. Wherein the idea came in and we started onboarding a lot of women entrepreneurs from different categories of products. And that's how the entire, you could say the e-commerce came into existence and we properly started running from the 5th of April 2021. So that was a long journey of eight years. Okay, okay. And uh, while you decided to uh, leave your full-time job and focus on this, how did you go about planning and charting out the business model? Right. Uh, so in the initial days, uh, it was all that the profit which we used to earn through the business, we used to give back to the women entrepreneurs and keep something for the technic- technological part and all. But later on, we started going exactly into the model of e-commerce wherein we're going to be charging a percentage of commission to all the women entrepreneurs only on the products which we are selling and not on onboarding or any other factor to start with. And that's how we started onboarding a lot of women entrepreneurs. I think the the biggest uh, positive side for us was we had a very small team, which means our expense was very low due to which we were able to onboard a lot of entrepreneurs with zero cost. And along with that, when we started marketing it, because apart from the tech part, you need a lot of money on the advertising. But luckily, we had a great network over the period of years because we have a great distribution. Again, our cost was zero. So again, we entirely relied on commission part from the product sold. And that's how the marketing or you could say the financial part started working out. We started getting good orders for the entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs started shipping from their own home. So here again, we saved cost in going into the warehousing system because if you keep a warehouse, then you have to pay a lot of money. So again, here we save money and we made more profit for women entrepreneurs and kept the lean very team. So that's how the business model started from there to here. Okay, okay, great. And uh, uh, how do you ensure that a venture like 
mitti ke rang stands out from all the other marketplaces that are out there today there's shopping option on social media platforms as well so how do you ensure that right uh, even we used to think you know how we would be doing this because there are so many players out in the market but i think one thing which really stood out for us the biggest part was a distribution because we had our own uh, data of network with us on whatsapp on linkedin on social media which really helped us to reach out to more people in a very less time and adding to that we had a trust uh, within the consumers within the people who know us from 7 to 8 years so that trust that network and that 8 years consistency when we launched the product people started buying it and once they bought it then because our customer service was very good we gave 100% refundable policy so it kept increasing and that's how the challenge that okay they are placed out out in the market that really didn't affected us a lot okay great uh, a couple of things that you mentioned right now about partnership and distribution that has really stood out to me so we will dive a little more into that in the later questions but for now you mentioned about a 100% refund uh, and uh, i believe that you don't enforce a particular kind of quality check on the products and you do have the option of a 100% refund even considering that do you not think it uh, as a risky move Uh, yeah, I think uh, probably because we have this. Uh, uh, so what happens in e-commerce? I think the biggest factor why people don't shop online is the trust. You, oh my God, my money will you know will uh, not be in a good use. They will not give my money back or not to put it back. So we started doing this. My co-founder idea was this: okay, let's start this pop-up that hundred percent refundable, no question asked, because that gives consumers a sense of trust. That yeah, the money is in the right hand. If I don't like the product, they will return it to, back to me. So with that thought, we started it, and very honestly, because uh, again, I'll repeat the same things: trust, consistency, and data. All things went into place pretty well, and people started using the products, and they started liking it. And then we got more and more orders. So people who didn't had a trust, after seeing the pop up, they got the product, and with the service which we gave it to them. it went a long way and also in our in our history you know in mitti karan i tell to everybody the more uh, fed up customers with mitti karan are the people who buy more from us because once they buy because they might be a delay in logistic shipment or quality because the service which we get which we give it to the consumers it really gives them the power the motivation ki yeah they can trust us and they can give back the order to to us once again right and uh, while putting together the business plan and uh, planning your financial projections did you account for a particular percentage of orders that might uh, you know be asked for a refund or that might not uh, work out they may not accept uh, the order things like that how did you factor that in right so from the day one we we uh, didn't entertained or we didn't had a policy of cod so that saved a lot of logistic and communication channel second we are entirely unity prepared so we get the money first then the customer get the order and when they get an order so there very less possibility where we did the refund of the product from the customer to the vendor because it's mostly the food products or the product which they might use it uh, but if they don't like it we started giving a full refund to them definitely it was a loss for us in the initial days but with that trust which the consumers gain from this activity they started ordering more and more so a lot of people or even we were hesitate to do this keeping in mind that the loss would be very high but when we actually did that the loss was very low and because of the repeat customers because there's a big saying in the e-commerce market that what is your cac like what's the cost of acquiring customer for every brand it's very high for us it was so low 
because we already had a great distribution and then repeat orders plays a very important role no matter you acquire lakhs of customers but if they don't do retention of customers or orders right. you won't grow for us it was so big that the small small loss didn't piled up and the profit started piling up okay okay that's great uh, and you mentioned that you made a choice to not go for the cod option or the cash on delivery options so can you point out the pros and cons uh, cons of incorporating such an option right uh, cod why do people opt for cod cash on delivery because they don't trust because they don't know if the money will be utilized or they will get the product because the people on amazon will will hardly go for cod because we trust them ki our product will be with us no matter what so that's why what we did uh, so there's a very smart way i think it might help a lot of e-commerce platforms abandoned checkout like uh, what we had a practice from day one apart from the orders we also kept a tab on checking abandoned orders what does that mean the, the checkouts which people have not done like the proper checkout it's in the abandoned cart we used to reach out to customers you won't believe example in a month if you get 100 abandoned we were able to convert 90 plus checkouts oh. in doing a prepaid order so when we reach out to them ki hey we have a order in an abandoned cart 90% people came out to us ki hey uh, is cod available we weren't sure if our money is safe but when they spoke to us when we had a call with them whatsapp and when you communicate trust aa jata hai you get a trust and once you do yeah. that the customer went onto the link they just ordered so that's why we didn't do the cod and we converted all the cod to the prepaid orders okay great and uh, let's talk about the range of products that are available on mitti ke rang right now could you tell us a little bit about that right and this has been a great learning because on 5th of april i still remember we had almost more than 100 plus products from different different categories and uh, until now until you could say the month of uh, diwali or september this year 2022 we had tons and tons of categories but over the period you know we call it like in the movies we often heard this word that improvisation so we keep getting a lot of products in, in terms of every category you you take bamboo products artifacts food products or any category stationery and everything we came to a conclusion that from mitti ke rang people are more happy to buy food products and that was even a big surprise for us because even we don't trust any e-commerce platform for food products because it's really going to stomach but we got tons and tons of order for food products mainly into millets ragi laddu ragi cookies and all those things so what decision we made so we don't you know we we believe in don't not fooling ourselves we are very practical me and my co-founder ki okay this is a category which we are getting good orders for we started delisting the other categories so it will save time for the vendors and for mitti ke rang so now to answer your question the biggest segment which we are been selling is millet products the ragi so just to give an idea the ragi laddu we were able to sell around 30 lakh rupees laddu more than that in the last one year across india and few countries and now we added more and more millet products we had vegan we had plant based products the price range starts from 149 to 999 and in terms of diwali and gifting it goes to 499 399 so that's how the range category and that's how we moved from tons of category to one category for now okay and uh, how did you go about recalibrating the business plan because when you take out a ton of products and focus on one particular category everything pretty much changes how did how did you handle that process all right so for me it was very difficult uh, even for the team uh, to you know tell vendors ki hey from today we won't be able to list your product but 
what we learned from our uh, past experience it's better to be practical than fooling yourself or getting emotional into something because if you go emotional uh, people will be happy now you will be happy now but in some years you will be closed down that's always good what we realize ourselves let's not fool ourselves let's go practical ki this is happening this is not happening end of story and that's how we made the changes and now we are into that zone ki okay if we have to keep improvising day in and day out we will keep doing that because if we want to sustain and we have to do this long long run we have to take this hard call otherwise you will just die down okay you've mentioned partnerships a lot you mentioned distribution networks so let's focus a little bit on that i believe that mitti ke rang partners with about 150 women as of right now uh, so how did that come about in the sense that what are the fundamentals that contribute to building a very strong network of partners right i'll start with a quote uh, make connections when you don't need the most so from from 8 years uh, when i moved to pune from my hometown busawal i don't know it it was there in my daily to meet people talk to them without any expectations uh, so i just keep doing that and made tons and tons of collaborations networking everything and when we launched mitikaran uh, a year prior to that i was backpacking across india for 6 months 80 cities wherein we did a lot of women entrepreneurs meet up from zero itanagar guwahati to visakhapatnam to bangalore to mumbai to pune to chennai everywhere and that's how the network kept growing kept growing and our two major distribution are whatsapp and linkedin wherein we have so many people that whatever we release it we get the sufficient amount of forms or the applications overnight so that saves a lot of time in terms of getting whatever we want in terms of the numbers or the particular categories right and uh, what else did you keep in mind uh, in the sense that was it a strategy to uh, organize the millet meetups that you are holding across the country could you talk a little bit about that right you know in mitigaran we whatever we kept doing it was so quick that we think less and we act more we plan less but we act more uh, so millet was something which was really going good uh, in pune we thought ki okay let's do a meetup because frankly we are pro at meetup like we keep doing tons and tons of different categories meetup we love that so we thought ki let's do millets meetup uh, the simple formula was to get people who love to eat millets who are running a d2c brand who are dietitian nutrition farmers we thought people want turn up more than 10 number but when we started promoting it we got around 250 300 applications we shortlisted 70 we got 78 application uh, people coming in for the meetup and that's how it started and uh, then we thought ki, okay let's expand it to across india so in two months we did in more than 16 cities across india and we got on an average 50 people attending the meetup a lot of outcomes a lot of uh, collaborations happened a lot of d2c brand got to know about marketing farmers got b2b deals so it was an ecosystem which we thought of creating and now again we are starting with the millets meetup uh, to create more awareness and absolutely so people would know ki hey that you can buy millet from mitikaran because we have those vendors so that's how the ecosystem we are trying to build up right that's incredible uh, and in terms of uh, be it the millet meetups that you are organizing or the women entrepreneurs that you onboard how much has word of mouth or referrals helped you in this case all the time and uh, what i've uh, also started realizing that you don't know what will go around because A lot of times, someone would have recommended to Mittikaran, which we don't know. So what we do is we just keep doing everything in terms of so. To answer your question, it's like very on a canvas, on a blank paper. Uh, it's everywhere. So you can't really put out the data. Okay, okay, this much we got through referral or word of mouth. But everything coming together, we get the results of online, offline, referrals, everything. We just need to 
keep firing all the all the fires okay and uh, do you uh, then look at any sort of data to determine uh, what's working what's not working in terms of inbound leads or outbound leads uh, can you share a little bit about that process right uh, the biggest learning what's like example you talk to anybody who is running a d2c brand a marketplace a e-commerce platform everybody's been very bullish on instagram that okay facebook that you get a lot of orders in terms of cosmetics food products everything on instagram because people really go there to buy our 85% order you won't believe b2c comes from linkedin oh yeah that's unusual so why so that's a different uh, discussion altogether but just to give a small glimpse everybody's fighting over instagram and linkedin algorithm is such if a po- if you like my post your connection will get to know about that it goes okay. a lot of viral and there's zero competition because everybody's fighting on insta on facebook and we are there on linkedin this is first uh, second whatsapp status has been a great tool for us we've been building whatsapp for a long time example my one each status has been viewed by more than 5 to 10k people so that's a free marketing because okay. if you go on social media snap insta facebook uh, you keep checking their stories you get a lot of advertisements but on whatsapp you don't get any and people trust when they save your number so these two things really help us to get more orders to answer your question particularly about the data point what we keep in mind so on shopify on which we have hosted the platform we keep getting data ki what is the source of customer from where they are coming so we get it on they come from linkedin they come from instagram then we do a lot of email marketing so we get the email marketing then we check which cities are we getting more and more orders you will be surprised to know our maximum orders comes from telangana from the remotest place of telangana so this all things uh, uh, adds to the data and then once we get to know okay this is working we double down double down double down and we keep experimenting right right uh, and you mentioned whatsapp as a very important source for you so can you talk a little bit about whether it's important to have a whatsapp business account is it important to set up a chatbot on whatsapp can you do it without that if you have enough staff to work double up as a customer care executive how does that process look like right so i might sound very very uh, strange here but everything is on the private account no no business account of mitel as of now it's only on my account so i think it's it's the uh, consistency of 8 years which got piled up on my whatsapp numbers and it's just unintentionally we kept releasing out people started saving the number or it got so big that now when we look back and we thought of giving guidance to anybody ki hey you should go on whatsapp business or whatsapp personal it's a long term process but from now onwards because whatsapp is getting into business and uh, communities and everything right. so i think the more the more number you save on a whatsapp the more people see your status what happens is business when you go on whatsapp business it looks like transactional and what people love is human touch what we all forget okay. again i tell everybody when it comes to social media people everybody start creating account of the brand page and they don't post anything on the personal they don't reach out to the personal account they are like i want to bring myself out i want to bring my company out but over the period you will realize that why it's not doing good because people love to talk to human being and not the not the businesses so it's a very 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 different ball game altogether but just to conclude it the more personal you can be uh, in the initial days to acquire early users definitely when you scale up you need tech into everything but the early users it's always good if you're more personal more human touch then you can scale like crazy 
that's a great uh, takeaway and i think one of the other lessons here is also to start building small and keep at it and over time the consistency will pay off uh, whether you are opting for a whatsapp as a marketing channel or an instagram uh, that you're going for uh, great so when it comes to tech support uh, uh what else do you offer um to the women entrepreneurs that you onboard apart from marketing what is the kind of support that they can expect from mitti kiran right in initial days we used to do a weekly call to guide them in terms of writing content critical photographies and everything but the number got increased so we had to stop that but now in pune uh, what we going to be again stopping it is what we used to do is to uh, do one to one meeting with the vendors in who are in pune particularly to understand what challenge they have been facing how we can help them in terms of licensing and everything but now again we are stopping it uh, we are and we will be entirely focusing on just marketing because what we realize that is a forte and that will save a lot of time for everybody and ultimately no matter uh, how much gyan we give or how much gyan we receive we're not getting an order everything is waste right Right, right. Absolutely. It's interesting that you mentioned marketing because I, I was just going to ask you uh, a question about marketing. Uh, is there a difference between how consumers view a regular brand uh, as opposed to a social venture when they are making their purchase decisions? We spoke to customers, like out of ten k, fifteen k, five k, for example. We spoke to a lot of customers. They didn't know we are a social venture. Okay. They ordered because they wanted this product. They ordered because this found the photos very good. They ordered because they wanted to eat millet. They ordered because they found the photo of Elvirajal very good. They ordered because they wanted to give someone something on Holi. We we think a lot of people tell me, "Kya mit you have been growing great because you are a social venture, you are a this this." But I'm like, no, boss. <laughs> Even we used to think that is the plus point uh, because you know uh, people would be very happy to support a social cause. But what we realize also because we don't work as a social, we don't sell charity. We don't sell garibi. We run like a proper startup. Ki hey, this is it. If you don't like it, we will return it. So there's no uh, sahanubuti involved. And if you see all our content, uh, we don't use the charity or the garibi wala part when it comes to selling products or the women entrepreneurs. So that really uh, speaks out for the product itself. But to answer your question, it's very, very, very less. The people who know Amiti Kerang, but again, because we keep changing a lot of times all our models. So people really get confused what you exactly exactly do, uh, but yeah, no matter whether a social venture or you are a proper company, if you don't have a distribution system, if you're not consistent, those right. are the things. And are there any challenges that are unique uh, to running a social venture? And if so, how uh, did you overcome those? Uh, we'd love to hear about that. Very 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 good point. Uh, so the biggest challenge is. Uh, when we onboarded products of women entrepreneurs, so a lot of times the content was a big challenge, the photography was a big challenge, uh, the shipment was a big challenge because, example from Haldwani Himachal, they are shipping a product to Delhi or to Pune, Mumbai. It takes a lot of time. Now because of Amazon, people want a Zapto, people want very quick. And our vendors, if we get an order, it they take at least ten days to get into the hands of consumers, which people are not used to it. And we even cannot guide or we guided a lot of. Uh, Uh, NGOs, SNG groups, or even entrepreneurs in particular, that hey, you can improve that. But being a social, we had a lot of challenges. That how we can tell them that no, this is it. If you don't do this, we will cancel your order. Now we are getting into that zone of being very strict because we realize that if you are not strict, definitely vendors will uh, tell bad about us that they are doing this, this. 
but if we don't do that we will close down lot of times what happens if we are charging 80% commission in that also we face loss because if your shipment uh, if out of 10 if one product is been refunded we have to refund the entire profit is going into win we cannot tell vendor ki hey you have we will be charging you this again lot of times because the vendor is not equipped with shipment of the box and everything the products get like uh, product toot jata hai wo so it gets broke yes. so again we had to take a re- reliance of that so lot of challenges we face in terms of communicating with the vendors ki hey you have to improve this we cannot be so to to sum up your question we cannot be strict with the vendors that was the biggest challenge which we faced being a social venture so now with proper uh, honesty we have been ignoring that fact we have to be strict if we do if are not strict even they will not grow and even we will not grow and we will not able to help more and more women entrepreneurs so we have to bring that strictness into the entire picture that's how the system will work from now on and with that we come to an end of this episode of the vadwani viewpoint with amit jain the co-founder of mitti kirang we've spoken about partnership and distribution networks marketing the challenges that come with running a social venture and a whole lot more i hope you've enjoyed listening to this one my name is manali shah and i'll see you in the next episode